baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Oh, your other half. Yeah. Well, you're not your uh, not your lady other half, yeah. but your uh, your friend Michael My Kelly, snooker, partner. your snooker pal, yeah. Michael Kelly, uh, was on the show yesterday, and we did talk about Iowa and what it means moving forward. And now we get to New Hampshire, which mm-hmm. is next week. Thought it'd be um, good to get a little bit of a different point of view from you. Well, that's today. what I, I will bring a different point oh, of God. view than than Michael Kelly. Yeah, that's what I do. It's what they pay me so little for. <laughs> so let's just let me get your thoughts on on what happened there. It was a um, decisive victory for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. I think we all kind of figured that's how it was going to go. He got over 50 percent of the vote. Granted, um, the turnout wasn't as high as it typically is in Iowa, which is a big deal. It, now, so explain that to me. How big of a deal is it really? And does it have actual election implications or primary well, implications. So, you know, Iowa, once this caucus thing is over, really isn't that big of a deal. Um, and it's also not particularly reflective of the country. But if the if the diminution of turnout was because of the weather, okay, that's one thing. Uh, but I suspect it's not. And, I, you know, it's clear to me that the Republican electorate has changed in the Trump era. A different, there's a different sect of the population that identifies as a Republican. Uh, those people are different today than they were 10 years ago. And my suspicion is that a lot of traditional Republicans just, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to play this game. And, uh, and if that's the case, it could spell problems for Trump in November. But I will say this. The key to this election, there are millions of people in this country that love Donald Trump. They love everything about him, what he stands for, how he conducts himself, They, you know. But there are not enough of them to elect him president of the United States. There are, however, enough folks that either are traditional Republicans or who are independents who really are dissatisfied with Joe Biden that if those people end up voting for Donald Trump, he's going to win. So that's I've always been really fascinated by people who will be undecided two weeks before the election. When you know the candidates as well as we know these candidates, and I guess you can make an argument that people don't know Nikki Haley all that well yet. I don't think most people in the country are paying attention to political news all the time like we are. Bingo. So but once you get into the process of. You know, uh, it, it, you know who your candidates are. You know uh, who your top two are. How do you not know who you're going to vote for two weeks before an election? And I mean the general, not the primary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because a lot of people just don't pay attention. I can't tell you who's on uh, The Amazing Race this year, you know, <laughs> <laughs> because I, I don't pay any attention well, to Well, yeah, it. of course. Uh, or, the, or the other one where they, where they kick you off the island thing. I, I Survivor. Say, yes, I couldn't tell you what's going on with Survivor. And there's a whole lot of people out there 
that were surprised that Trump won the Iowa caucus when all the polling data said he was going to win it by a lot. Right. And uh, and they, you know, they were surprised. And then there's a whole lot of people that just aren't paying any attention to any of it. And many of them come November are going to go and vote and, and they won't think about it much and make their mind up until very, very late. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.